This extremely fictional episode of a top three podcast is brought to you by the wonderful people over at patreon.com slash real Dave Jackson. Some personal heroes of mine, such as Chris Nelson, Zulgeek, Eric Guess, Rick Firestone, Nick Ficori, Jill, Soccer, ZNA, Cupcake, Kyle, Christian S., Matt, aka Stormageddon, JD, Doug Leaf, Jason Emery, Rob Shack, Brian Skersha, Randall, and many more have all gone to patreon.com slash real Dave Jackson to kick me a few bucks a month and help support the show. In return for their generous donation, these people are getting some bonus content from a top three podcast at the beginning and end of every episode, as well as being able to vote in polls for some topics for the show. If you would like to be like them, once again, that's patreon.com slash real Dave Jackson. Any and all support is always appreciated. And with that being said, on to the show. And uh, this uh, this is a top three podcast. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a top three podcast where we honor the time old tradition of listing our favorite things and arguing about it. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, joined today by the regular top three crew. Starting with Aaron Angle. Sup? Alan Nichols. Hey, everybody. And fan favorite, Bloodbath McGrath. I put animal parts in you. Right? <laughs> from, from the animal. We're doing top three the Rob animal. Schneider. Anybody? Huh? We're doing top the three animal? Rob Schneider movies, right? Movie quotes, yeah. We're doing we're doing top three <laughs> scenes from the animal starring Rob Schneider. <laughs> Uh, when, when he when he dives into the pond and he like my, swims like a dolphin, but he's like the, out of the water. He's just using his feet. The one where uh, Norm Macdonald is in the the mob, and he's like, "I didn't uh, I didn't get a pitchfork. Anyone got an extra pitchfork? <laughs> That's it. You're out of the mob." <laughs> <laughs> just FYI, it should be known that like there was a, a a chunk of at least my life where bloodbath would say, I put animal parts in you and me and him would laugh for 20 minutes straight. That was a good one. Bloodbath. Yeah, dude, uh, we'd uh, be like one in the morning on a, on a Thursday night. And, uh, I'd, I, I'd, uh, AIM Aaron be like, I put animal parts in you. And then, like 10 minutes <laughs> later, he'd be like, ha 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 ha. Take a fat <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds about right. Age 17 to 33 was a magical period. Yeah, haven't changed. (laughs) Uh, So today's uh, topic, we are talking about the top three fictional vehicles. This topic was submitted by friend of the show, Jay, from Super Bracket Bros. Thank you, Jay, for submitting the topic willingly and not us just taking it out of the list of topics for when you come on the show. Everyone be on the lookout for Jay on top three coming up soon. But today, we did steal one of his topics, top three fictional vehicles. If this is your first time listening to the show, the way it works is we've all made our top threes. We're going to take turns going around. Everyone says they're number three, then they're number two, then number ones. Quick honorable mentions at the end, and then we've got a lot of community submissions this time. Really looking forward to digging into those. Uh, So we can continue the topic we're going to start right now, which is uh, we need to define what a vehicle is is uh so and we're doing that for alan it's all for alan let let it be known we're doing this for alan the rest of us are completely fine but we're doing this for alan (laughs) let me just i'm just gonna say this i'm gonna jump in front of this because i don't want to fucking talk about this dude i don't want to get into semantics 
what a fucking vehicle is and what a vehicle is not. Animals don't count. Everything else, I think, falls at least in the gray area where I could agree with it on some plane. No animals. That's all I give a shit about. Now, you guys can make your objections and talk, but like if you were to say, I'm not going to, I could take somebody's answer, but as long as it's not a fucking like animal, I'm probably going to be cool with letting you slide it on the list. All yeah, right. I, I agree. Uh, a vehicle to me is a machine. That is a key component of being a vehicle is being a machine. If it's shaped like an animal, that's cool, but it's got to be a machine and it has to be purpose made to transport people or things. That's what a vehicle does. Okay. I'm going to say right now, I I know what Alan's objections are because I guarantee you I already know what two of his picks are. <laughs> <laughs> go on what are they uh he's i feel like alan is going to throw out uh, the flying nimbus from dragon ball z and i feel like he's going to use the magic carpet from aladdin okay so bloodbath's not really guessing as much as he is regurgitating the things alan has already said in the group chat so i don't think it's <laughs> as big of a flex as you say it is bloodbath because he said those out loud less than 24 hours ago this is bloodbath's way of awesome. letting us know that he does read the group chat Damn, and he never responds. (laughs) Surprise, I didn't read it. Surprise, Um, motherfucker. Those are not on my list. Those are just ones that I threw out as examples as why there needed to be a discussion as to what constitutes a vehicle. Because the Flying Nimbus, there's no machine. It is purpose-made for transportation, though. So So those are the two that I would be like, I, I would let it slide because it's not like you're saying like, so I was talking to Dell and he was like, Oh, you, you got to pick a horse. And I'm like, well, a horse is an animal. It's not a vehicle. <laughs> All right, he, was like, he, he, he was like, but they transport things. And I was like, yeah, but they weren't made to transport stuff and nobody really made them. So you, Look, do you see what I'm trying to say to you right here, Dell? Yeah. And he's just like, man, I'd pick two horses. <laughs> <laughs> the flying carpet, I feel like is a gray area because it is not necessarily a machine. And I don't necessarily know that it's purpose built to transport people. It was yes, purpose yes, it created. Is. It was enchanted to transport right. people. I mean, it was an, it was originally made to cover a floor, <laughs> um, but, then, but then it was enchanted in some manner or another. What is the flying nimbus? What is it? Is it a cloud? It's a cloud. Is it a is yeah. it a sentient being? Like, is it? Yeah. What what, what is it? What's the history of the flying nimbus? I have no idea. I'd count it if somebody said it. Uh, I mean, it's a great answer. Like water, I think is <laughs> right. okay. All right, it, it's an enchanted water, cloud, much like cycle. magic Didn't carpet. It's an enchanted carpet. Not really. No, no, uh-huh. dude. Not even I, a little bit. Figures. That tracks, Aaron. You know, I actually don't think I had her. I definitely uh, wasn't well, listening. I mean, she was explain. yelling at me in the hallway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, flying Nimbus. I, so mine is not a machine, but it is purpose made for transportation. It's not an animal. Okay, then I'm I'm probably okay with it. Yeah, sweet. Well, that was uh, easier than I thought. So why don't we go ahead and jump right into it? And uh, today, for the first time in a little while, we have a Michael Bumpus. So Aaron, sound the Michael Bumpus alarm. Toot to Michael Bumpus. <laughs> for uh, for those who may not be <laughs> with it, as the kids say, Aaron, can you explain to everyone what a Michael Bumpus is on the show? 
So a Michael Bumpus answer is an answer that is so overwhelmingly popular with all four of us that we're not going to take the time for each of us to talk about it just on the off chance that it's on our list. We're going to give it its own special place at the beginning of the show. Why it's called a Michael Bumpus uh, answer is because Michael Bumpus is objectively the greatest football player of all time. We all know that. We don't need to be spending our time talking about Michael Bumpus four separate times. So therein you have the Michael Bumpus answer, which this week, Alan, is... Uh, what did we decide? <laughs> nice. The that exactly Falcon. like the one. There yeah. we go. Yeah. The Millennium Falcon is the Michael Bumpus for this week. So I will uh, just turn it over to uh, to all like all of us at one point or maybe still are big fans of the original Star Wars trilogy. So the Millennium Falcon seemed like a great Michael Bumpus pick for this episode. I have it, Han Solo and Carbonite on my wall. <laughs> um, the Millennium Falcon is a, a, has been a big part of my life. Yeah. That's like one of my most favorite hunk of junks in in space it has destroyed two death stars it is piloted by the coolest well, wookie you know i mean it destroyed one death star right oh yeah you're right it, it helped destroy the other death star leave me alone it is a heavily modified yt-1300 light freighter <laughs> made well, by the Corellian engineering corporation yeah, dude, Millennium Falcon's the fucking shit. Made the Kessel run in less than thirteen, than less than twelve parsecs. That's yeah. right, uh, true. And then it's still on the books. They went and uh, went and retconned that in the Solo movie to make that sentence make sense. Yep. They uh, they have holographic space chests on the Millennium Falcon. That's really the key thing here. It's not its speed or maneuverability or defense capabilities, or the pilot, or any of the crew. It's the fact that you can do holographic space chess with mm-hmm. uh, with those little, you know, animated things that attack each other. Claymation style, yeah. yeah. And uh, the turret seat is objectively dope. Yeah, it's yeah, oh, endlessly yeah. cool. And, like, let's be fair, in terms of, like are like the most important fictional vehicles, you know, at least in our lives with the kind of media that we intake. The Millennium Falcon is probably the most important of all of those, right? It's 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 used as a a, a plot device, you know, all the fucking time. Every, you know, couple of you know every 20 or 30 minutes in a Star Wars movie, the Millennium Falcon is doing something like that. So, not only is it really cool, not only does it have space chest, it is almost like taken on like a form of being a character on its own, separate from everybody else. And there are very, 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 exactly. So there are very, very few vehicles that are this meaningful to a story as the Millennium Falcon. I don't think I would have put it on my list just because to me, it's like, oh, too obvious. So I definitely agreed with the Michael Bumpus thing. But like, if you look at it through that lens, it might be the most important fictional vehicle. Maybe. Yeah, it was one of those that like, uh, it was probably going to be on my list, but like f- with the four of us, it's a pretty clear Michael Bumpus. Like I bet two of us were going to have it on our list. So and we oh, all it was like, on mine. Yeah. When I started my sure. list, when I started my list and started writing down like options, it was the first thing that I put on my list. Same because here. Of, of course it was going to be in consideration. Yeah. So pretty classic Michael Bumpus here. The Millennium Falcon is iconic. The design of it. Uh, I, 
the Lego set I wanted the most when I was a kid was the Millennium Falcon set. And uh, thank you to a friend of mine when I was a kid who actually did have it. And I just like kicked them out of their room and I built the set. Uh, and then, yeah, so. R.I.P. So anyway, uh, Michael Bumpus was the Millennium Falcon. So you won't hear from, you won't hear that on any of our lists, although it is represented on our uh, community top threes because our community knows what's up. And I'll go ahead and get us started with our lists uh, with my number three, which I got to go to my list here and see which one do I want to throw out first. Um, number three, I'm going to throw out the Magic School Bus as my number three Good answer. fictional Good answer. vehicle. Uh, and that. the reason is the Magic School Bus, I think, is like the ultimate tourism machine, basically. Like you're invincible when you're inside of it. It can shrink. It can grow bigger. Uh, it's like if you go someplace where there's no oxygen, you can still breathe inside the magic school bus. It can basically go anywhere inside of somebody's body. It can blow up and go out into space or some shit. I don't know. Uh, and then, yeah, you just take it wherever you want. See whatever you want to see. It can fly. It can basically do whatever you want it to do. I think it can transform into other vehicles as well. You can become like a plane and shit. So yeah, basically, uh, Whatever you want from it, and uh, give me the uh, the teacher on board too. I forget her name, but she can stay too. Miss Frizzle, Miss Frizzle, Hella. yeah. Hello, ass. So good point. <laughs> so Magic School Bus was my number one. Oh, uh, I don't, I don't see how you get a better vehicle than the Magic School Bus. It's magic. Um, first it off, can do first off, <laughs> it it's a time machine. Uh, back and forth in time. Not only that. It can it can like manipulate time with specific objects. Did you guys watch Magic School Bus? Uh, not since I was a small child. Alan. Yeah, I mean back in the day, day. This thing, <laughs> uh, like it 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 had the uh, the shrinkerator and the the biggerizer. It uh, you know you could they were they did enter some children during yes, the, they did. the episodes, which was which was concerning. But yeah, the Magic School Bus, you could do anything. You could go anywhere. It's its the perfect vehicle. It's a sentient being. And of course, you have to take the frizz. Of course. Hell yeah, I said she can stay. <laughs> yeah, hella ass. So the one, <laughs> so I don't really care about the Magic School Bus, even though all the points you guys are making are correct. The one thing I want to say is it makes buses cool which is not easy to do. When I think of like a school bus, all I can remember is how much I didn't want to go to school. And this was the thing that took me there. They flipped that on its head with the magic school bus concept and made learning fun, not made you, you know, learn to hate that vehicle because it was taking you to a place you didn't want to be. Did you think that your school bus was going to be magic, Aaron? That I don't know how you could have gotten that from what I just said right there, but <laughs> no. Bloodbath? Uh, good answer. I figure that this is going to come up in a lot of listener responses, and uh, it's a really good pick, and I like what you're saying, like the ultimate tourism vehicle for sure, dude. Like, Magic School Bus could go anywhere and do kind of anything. It could become any sort of uh, apparatus it needed to be, which is awesome. And Miss Frizzle was dope. Miss Frizzle was hot. I once dated a girl who like cosplayed once as Miss Frizzle, and it was pretty hot. I like Miss Frizzle. Uh, <laughs> that is all. Did I mention Miss Frizzle? Peaks. <laughs> all right. Well, that is my number three, the Magic School Bus. Aaron, what's your number three? 
I don't have a whole lot to say about it. I just think it's the coolest ship in Star Wars. Uh, my number three is going to be an A-Wing. Uh, I really, really enjoyed, you know, they're not represented very well in the movies. You don't see a ton of them, but I really, really enjoyed playing as one in Rogue Squadron. It's uh, it's tiny, it's sleek, it's got cool colors, super duper fast. You basically just have to throw a rock at it and it explodes. I understand that, but I just, <laughs> you, you know, when I'm thinking fictional vehicle, something that travels in space has to be on my list. Millennium Falcon's great. It, I'm, I'm not going to try and take anybody else's, but there are a lot of cool ships in Star Wars. But for some reason, I was I always thought the A-Wing was the coolest. So uh, like not not a whole lot to talk about. It's just small, sleek, fast, goes through space. A-Wing, number three. All right. The A-Wing was dope on Rogue Squadron. However, like Aaron said, literally you got like one hit and you exploded. You're dead. Like, You're fucking dead. The A-Wing the is basically like the Rebel Alliance's version of the TIE Fighter. Like they're quick, nimble. They, they're very maneuverable in tight spaces, but they have no shielding whatsoever. That being said, uh, I'm always an X-Wing person, but you know, Aaron, there's got to be room in this world for people with small penises too. <laughs> That's right. So somebody, somebody got to fly the A-Wing dude. What you think they're just going to make them and not use them? I'll do it, man. They weren't, they weren't letting Porkins fly the A-Wing. He was no, they were. An X-Wing. He, he could not fit inside <laughs> of the A-Wing. That's why. Uh, and then, so sometimes I'm like, Aaron, like if you went to Kings Island, you've gained a little bit of weight since the last time you went. Could you fit in the seat? And it terrifies me, right? I think I could still fit in <laughs> A-Wing, though. So I think I'm, I think I'm not doing too bad. Uh, but yeah, no, I just, I, I don't know, man. I just, I think it was literally like the, like the dash of red and how it kind of just looked like a tiny, like kind of look, I, I, I really can't even describe it. It kind of looks like the Batarang, you know what I'm saying? It's just a tiny little thing that's just flying through the fucking air. I like that, like a little bit of red on it. You didn't really see that on any of the other ships. And yeah, dude, just when I was playing Rogue Squadron, man, it was just always like a-wing let's go don't get hit but you will be ahead of everything in case shit gets bad but yeah i, I would say aside from the millennium falcon and i'm just gonna throw it out there because i like it slave one like i that this is my favorite ship uh, i think it would be the most fun to fly so i had to put it on my list interesting yeah weird if i was making a list of like my top five or six star wars vehicles this would not no, on, I, did, I didn't know what this was until you said it. And now. I looked it up. I was like, oh, I think I've seen one of those before. Yeah, exactly. There, It is barely in the movies. The best experience you can get with the A-Wing is through the different video games and stuff. But I don't know, man. I just, you know, when I played Grand Theft Auto, like I would soup out one of those tiny little like it, like cars that only have the front seat, you know, kind of looks like a like like a like a bug, but it's not it's just a tiny little thing. I just I see that tiny little motherfucker and I'm just like, I got to play that <laughs> thing. That thing is so sweet. All right. Well, Aaron's number three, the A-Wing, the forgotten Star Wars starfighter. Alan, what's your number three? Uh, My number three is. Uh, oh, my number three is James's Peach. I want a giant peach to take leisure cruises. <laughs> of course. Of course. You know, I said I wouldn't get mad as long as it wasn't an animal, but it is a living organism and it did not grow to be used for transportation. But I love that book. So I'm going to let it slide. Uh, it didn't grow to be used for transportation. It was, it was enchanted. Much like the wood harvested for trees. It was utilized for transportation when he 
strung up about a million seagulls. Aaron. That was very cool. That was a very cool scene. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna take that's this. What, I'm, I'm done talking. That's why Alan is a fucking lawyer. No, it's people. not. It's that, that does not make any sense. But I, I'm, I'm gonna let this answer go because I love that <laughs> so, so much. So James uh, had a big ass peach because of some magic crystals. I think is what it was. Um, <laughs> it, it was magic. It, 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 bought off of a magic worm salesman but okay okay magic worm salesman right aaron aaron knows i would uh shockingly assume that to be correct uh but it's about the size of a small house is what they say in the book but if you look at the book it's uh it's got a picture of the peach on the empire state building and it's about a third of the antenna on top the antenna is approximately 240 feet and so that would give it about a, a what's that diameter a diameter of 80 feet and I, I want that bigger one i want the 80 foot peach uh and so i'm gonna give the seagulls the worms too and make them real big uh and then yeah i'm just gonna take leisure cruises uh across the you know <laughs> new england the north atlantic that sort of thing um it's gonna smell amazing because it's you know it's stone fruit season, so it's going to be fresh. And uh, I'm working <laughs> on a plan for all of the seagull poop. Uh, I assume like umbrellas or something, but it's going to be great. Big peach. <laughs> you know, I, I was uh, I was kind of on the fence until you until you said that last bit there. Now now I'm in. I'm so glad. I'm so <laughs> glad you can you can come, Dave. Hell yeah. Can I eat can I eat the peach? Yeah, no, that's the that's gonna be the whole game. <laughs> that's yeah, the second best part. Just sailing across the Atlantic eating, eating slowly eating the peach. Yeah, hell yeah. That's what that's what they did, dude. And like Alan, if you get a giant, you know, big enough ladybug, she'll take care of the seagull poop for you, man. I you... am glad <laughs> No, I know, just real quick, and then I'll shut up. I am glad we gotta talk about James and the Giant Peach. I am not kidding. That might be my favorite book of all time. I want to hate this answer, but you're right. Like, you know, it became magic all of a sudden fucking huge. And well, they just decided to, you know, roll with it and make it a giant fucking balloon. So I, mm -hmm. I, I like the answer. Would you say that it would be like having millions of peaches, peaches for me and millions of peaches, <laughs> peaches for free, perhaps Alan, for Alan, me? maybe <laughs> Alan, perhaps, Alan, perhaps. All right, cool. Alan's number three, the giant peach. Wait, is James going to, or is it just you? Anna, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's Alan. Everybody but Aaron boy. is welcome. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's true. Just, just me and James, guys. Yeah. For three weeks over the Atlantic. Dudes, dudes, just dudes, 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 dudes. <laughs> Go Bulldogs. Right. Bloodbath, what's your number three? <laughs> All right. My number three is the Homer from the Simpsons season Great two, episode 15. Oh brother, where art thou? Where Homer meets his long lost half brother, Herb Powell, who owns a car company, Powell automobiles. He wants to give Homer a car and Homer doesn't like any of the cars that he has that he sells. So Herb lets Homer make a concept car and it destroys the company because the Homer features two bubble domes 
one on the front and one on the back for quarantining the kids. It also comes with optional restraints and muzzles. According to Homer, the engine should sound, the engine sound should cause people to think that the world is coming to an end. There are three horns because according to Homer, you can never find a damn horn. So there's three of them in the car that all play Cucaracha. The car also features gigantic 44 ounce cup holders as well as is available in a lime green. It gets one mile per gallon gas. And uh, yeah, it's it's just it's truly an ugly car, uh, but a masterpiece in its own right, too. Uh, sep- you know, the separate bubbles really uh, sell it. Um, if anybody can find a picture, it's it's quite a nice or. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, the picture right now. Yeah, it's a Cadillac with double like bubble domes on it. It's very funny. <laughs> yeah. And a and a spoiler on the back. <laughs> well, you and, have to and a bowler at the hood ornament. Yeah. It is it is it's got a, it's got a step it's got a it's got stairs to get in. Uh yeah, dude, it, it's just it's just a a real tumor of a of a automobile on the road and yeah, I it, love it. It bankrupts nothing, nothing would make me happier. Company. Yeah, nothing would make me happier than to like drive that down the road and have everybody just slowly look and see what's happening. Like <laughs> what insane person is driving this monstrosity. Sticker price of 82 grand uh at the time of the episode and in 2021 dollars that is 160 grand interesting oh yeah uh so i have never seen this episode uh, keeping your kids away from you (laughs) especially in the car um i've not familiar with this i don't think i've ever seen this episode um but what it did remind me of and it's something that i don't think is on everyone's list but uh do you remember the like super speed vehicle from that South Park episode where you have to like put it in your butt and then suck oh, on the other part. <laughs> when I first saw that and I was like, what? I was like, like 13 or something. I was like, this is a lot for me, for me right now. <laughs> I just started realizing what that hole could also potentially be used for it. Now I'm being confronted by it on television. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I will. I want to say one thing, like just about this episode, and then that I'll shut the fuck up. But so he basically bankrupts. Uh, Homer bankrupts his company by creating this car, and so Herb creates a device that lets you understand what babies are saying. And he's like, "Here, I'm going to give you guys one for free." Maggie, say something, and she just goes, and the machine goes, "I want what the dog is having," and it just cuts to the dog, and he's eating dog food. This is one of my all-time favorite Simpsons jokes. All right, so Bloodbaths number three, what's it called? Just called the Homer? The Homer. Okay, hell yeah. And I like that it plays La Cucaracha. That's great. Um, (laughs) So uh, my number two is, what do I want for my number two? Uh, My number two, I'm going to say, um, I wanted to choose a mech type thing, uh, but it was was tough. Do I want to choose a Transformer because they're vehicles? Uh, do I want to choose like a, a battle mech? Uh, so I went with one of the ones from Pacific Rim because that movie's awesome. And uh, yeah, it's just like, it's like a transformer, but like way fucking bigger. Or like, did I want to go with like the Megazord or something from Power Rangers? But then I need like 
four other people to make a Megazord? I don't want to do that. So um, yeah, give me one of the mechs from Pacific Rim. I don't really care which one. As far as I'm concerned, they're all basically the same. But uh, yeah, in, in case giant kaiju monsters attack, I'll be I'll be ready. And if they don't, you will see me piloting my mech to work. Now, Dave, the minor flaw in your logic here is that you need a person in that mech with you, neurolinked, so they control the one hemisphere of the mech. Who is your partner? Uh, look, can I hook it up to Rookie? Can Rookie co-pilot it with me? <laughs> sure. Notice, notice he didn't say his wife, but that's fine. No, yeah, I, was, Rookie, I was thinking about it. Dog. I was thinking about it. <laughs> She'd just be crying the whole time. Rookie's we'll have ready. Tryouts. We'll have tryouts. <laughs> All I know is it's Everybody not going to be any of shake. you, any of you people. I thought you said we were having tryouts. <laughs> <laughs> when I think of a like a mech, I play a lot of Overwatch, and my favorite character, her name is Diva. She's this little Korean girl that flies around in a mech. And so when I think of like, you know, the kind of mech that I would drive around, I kind of think of Diva's little mech suit from that game, which is very cool. Her special move is that she can jump out of the mech and shoot it off in any direction. And wherever it lands, it just explodes and kills everything. I would like to also have that ability if I'm going to be flying around in a mech. But yeah, Dave, I, lo- I love this answer. You know, they're, uh, I, I was I was also floating around the Megazord from Power Rangers, but I was like. No, but I, I, I do like the idea of a mech would be so much fucking fun. Like you even said, like, well, if the kaiju monsters aren't attacking, I'm just <laughs> yeah, like fly to campus in this motherfucker. But like, yeah, yeah, I, I, which would also <laughs> just be fun. It would just be fun to have one of those things to toy around with, even outside of like maybe what it was you know, created to do, which is fight and kill things. It would just be fucking awesome to fly around in like a, a mech suit. So love this answer, dude. Also, just love, I uh, just want to shout out Pacific Rim as one of the best, like, movies that if you just watch the previews, you'd be like, that is a dumb as fuck uh, action movie. There's no way that's good aside from, like, those, you know, those action movies that are, like, so bad that they're good. But it's actually really fucking awesome. It's a it's a really great movie. No frills action movie. Uh, just Charlie Day. Just yeah, just giant robots fighting giant monsters, and then Charlie Day's being a weirdo. It's uh, it's good. And Pacific Rim Two sucks ass, and it was a big disappointment. So uh, anyway, give me a mech from Pacific Rim as my number two. Aaron, what's your number two? Ooh, my number two, and this is the first thing that popped into my head because I love this thing. Is going to be the wild boar which is a car from the video game F-Zero-X on N64. F-Zero-X is just, to me, the best racing game ever. You can miss me on your Mario Kart shit. Yeah, Mario Kart is cool, but to me, F-Zero was always the racing series that I liked the most. So anyways, uh, in F-Zero-X, they had like an an alternative game mode uh, called a Death Race. Dave, do you remember what this is? Yeah, dude. Okay, so basically they put every car in the game on a on a racetrack and your goal is to be the last car standing well there is a car called the wild boar uh which is like this it's it's orange and it has spikes it it kind of looks like a like a tank but the first time i saw it i was like that's the coolest fucking car i've ever seen i'm only going to use that now when you race with it it's terrible it's so slow it's like basically 
playing as like Bowser or Donkey Kong in Mario Kart, where you're just like, you get some momentum. It's awesome. You're fun. But the minute you touch something, which you're going to do in F-Zero all the time, it completely sputters out. Now, this death race is exactly what the wild boar was made for, right? It was very, very hard to knock off the track. It didn't go, you know, blinding speed. So you're, you're not going to lose control of this thing. But I, dude, I love F-Zero X. That is one of my favorite video games of all time. And this was basically the only car that I would use aside from, and I don't remember what the, it was the little purple one that Samurai Goro used. Yeah, that, that, that big motherfucker with the sunglasses was like a little tiny purple car. But the wild <laughs> boar from that game was perfect for the death race. I played the death race more than I played any other mode in that game and i maybe won it twice and both times it was with the wild boar so look up a picture of it it's like i said it's just it's just this kind of fat little car with like spikes on the top of it like a stegosaurus but i i just i, I love this game i love this car it was the very first one that popped into my head so i had to talk about it uh i don't know if you can play f-zero anymore uh you know easily but i hope they make another game in the future i fucking love this game love that car wild boar number two yeah, I think if you have the Nintendo Switch online, you can play the Super Nintendo F Zero. I don't Good know game. if you I don't know if you can play this the N sixty four F Zero, which is a much, much, much better game than the the Super Nintendo one. Uh I don't know because I don't pay for that one. But I just want to point out for people that are not familiar with, with F Zero, when Aaron says that it's a slow uh, vehicle. What he means is it can only go like 900 miles an <laughs> yeah, hour. Exactly right, right. <laughs> so yeah, dude, I, I love F zero X. It's, it's, it's probably like other than Mario Kart, my favorite racing game. And it's not cause it's a good racing game. It's just cause you go real fast and the soundtrack is fucking awesome. That's about it. Um, Three, and, uh, two, sometimes you, one. uh, lose control of your car yeah, and you, you go flying off the side of a planet or something and you die and, uh, yeah, everyone laughs. It's a good time. It's like the track is right above a city. So every time you fall off the track, you are like risking, like crashing into a Jimmy John's oh, or an elementary school. <laughs> I was going to say an apartment complex. Yeah. yeah, dude. But yeah, love this game. It's a very sick car. Number two. So for for a fictional vehicle to be on the list, it's just it's here because it's chunky and it can go like 900 miles an hour. And you can't budget if you run into it, man, that that is a hard car to knock off in the death race. Yeah. For all the death races that we find ourselves in on the regular, it's a good pick. So (laughs) uh, number two, the wild boar, uh, the the driver's name, I was looking it up for the wild boar is Michael Chain. And it is a uh, a bald guy with a bunch of chains wrapped around his neck and shoulders. So, Michael Chain. Cheeks. <laughs> My name's Michael Chain. I, I be driving the wild boar. I see you at the death race. <laughs> <laughs> see, I was doing a I was doing a really horrible Michael Caine impression there, and I don't oh, know. Ouch. You, you <laughs> took it. You see, it was that bad. Yeah. That was very bad. I thought, yeah. I thought you were doing the greased up deaf guy from Family Guy. <laughs> that, that is exactly oh, no. what I thought too. It was a good greased up deaf guy. It was really, really good. Uh, no, I'm not changing it retroactively. That was Michael Caine. Uh, so, yeah, uh, the Wild Boar. It was deaf Aaron's Michael number Caine. two. Greased up deaf Michael Caine. There we go. Alan, what's your number two? Oh, my number two is the Death Star. Great Taking answer. Great answer. Star. Technically a vehicle. Yeah. 
I mean, it moves, right? And uh, I figure, like, I'm not too worried about having a battle station, so I'm going to sell, like, most of the guns and stuff, uh, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, China or something. And then, uh, and then, like, I'll scrap a bunch of the other stuff in there, make myself a nice big gym, get a steakhouse, uh, McDonald's, probably. <laughs> a Casa Bonita. Uh, Casa Bonita, doggy daycare, stuff like that. Um, yeah, Death Star. I think that'd be fun. Plus, you know, if uh, if anybody pissed me off, I'd just, you know, blow up. I think the Death Star's a great fucking answer, but I think it is really weird how you're like, I'm going to turn it into the Mall of America. Like, <laughs> like not, not weird, bad, like weird, awesome. Like, right? Where you're like, I don't want to. That's a good idea, though. People. I should have an aquarium. In the in aquarium, you should have a roller coaster that takes you from place to place. Like, yeah, the, you should have a Nike the, store. Yeah, he's <laughs> got a Tamagotchi store on a the hot topic. Basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a forever twenty-one machine. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Which this is why I like this answer the most because what what they say in the movie like it's the size of like a small fucking moon. That's so now, yeah. Alan, you've basically got a thing right here that's as big as Europe that you can fill with whatever you want. It's not a battle station. You're not trying to threaten people. You're selling all the guns. What you want is your own like interstellar like fortress of fun to fly around in i love that oh yeah let's, he's gonna have let's gonna have clear, laser tag I, let's be clear alex, if you piss me off alex, i will boom, 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 boom. oh yeah you keep you keep the planet destroying gun like let, let, let's not chill here like that thing's probably built into the core of the death star you can't have one without the other but i do like the idea that you're just like well you know like it's like my own little city that i can just like walk around and go from planet to planet I love that idea. And you guys can't come. <laughs> Especially uh, Sorry. Sorry. We don't have room for guest rooms. Sorry. My law library is too big. I didn't have any <laughs> space left over. Uh, that's right. My, uh, my, uh, waterbed superstore needs an extra story. <laughs> so. <laughs> It'd probably be dangerous to have all those waterbeds in space. <laughs> yeah. You'll figure it out. Or man. Genius. I don't know. I don't know either, to be honest with you. I have, have very little idea. I just know they don't, they don't like carry a lot of water up into space. I don't know why. Use dehydrated food. Does anyone know why that is? Someone tell Dave why that is. Anybody that's listening. No, oh, I know why tell that is. Dave why <laughs> I know exactly I don't why that is. What you're gonna say. No, absolutely not. I'm not gonna believe you about space travel. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't. I do not know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh yeah. For $10 per month on patreon.com slash real Dave Jackson, you can send corrections about what we say on the show. <laughs> and we'll read them for 15. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Death Star. I love that answer. Yeah, it's a great yeah, answer. Good answer. Uh, Alan's number two. Bloodbath, what's your number two? All right. My number two is the Batmobile. However, which Batmobile are we talking about? We're talking about the 1966 Batmobile. Of course. Which Over the Dark Knight <laughs> Batmobile? What? Yeah, dude, I fucking hate... Uh, for real, I hate the Tumblr. Like, I think it is stupid. I think it is straight up dumb. I get the idea of making 
the Batmobile a tank. If you're trying to create like the world of like the semi grounded, gritty Batman, like, yeah, just a big tank that's got a weaponry on it. That's mo- like more uh, agile, like makes sense. But like, I oh, think you mean it it's looks- better in every way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, but the Batmobile is a fucking rocket car, bro. It's got the fucking rocket engine in it. You got to fill it up with rocket fuel from the fucking volcano in the bat lit in the bat cave. Like it's fucking dope as shit. It's also just like, it's in the realm of Batmobiles where like they just took a car and they like put some weird shit on it. And like, we're like Batmobile. <laughs> it's so badass. It looks so cool. The black and red and the fucking, the rocket exhaust at the bottom, the little bubble domes for the seats. Uh, I believe, give me one second, I will look this up. Uh, It is. So, like, the Batmobile is a 1955 Lincoln that they (laughs) modified to look like, you know, the Batmobile with, like, the red and black stripe and the fins and stuff like that. I don't know, man. Like, it's it's just really badass looking. It looks, again, like, I get, you know, in one universe you would make, a Batmobile that's like basically a tank. And then this one, it's like, well, what does he have access to? Like, there's a car. Is he going to like build the car from the ground up, like suspension and everything? No, like he's using a car that already exists and he's like building on top of it. So that's, you know, and it's kind of like the hot rod. Like that's kind of my, I think that's really neat. So, and like, it would make sense. It's like, well, if you're like trying to go out and like fight crime, like you just get like the fastest car available at the time and like, just, you know, modify it a little bit. So, uh, I don't know. That's my pick. It's fucking badass. It looks cool as shit. And and oh, not yeah, only dude. that, it it is iconic. Like you know, we talked about the Millennium Falcon and its importance to Star Wars. Like if you like, it, so I I did the thing that Dave did. You know, I, I went on Google, looked up like fictional vehicle lists, tried to get my brain moving. The Batmobile was on every single one. Every single yeah. one of them, like the Batmobile, again, like the Millennium Falcon, is as much of a character in Batman as Batman himself. So, like, while I wouldn't pick it, even though objectively it's a really cool fucking car, like the one thing that you can say about the Batmobile is it's like, like this sounds so, it's like cultural significance, right? It is made one of the two or three go-to fictional, like popular fictional vehicles. So like on top of like everything Blood Bass said about it being fucking badass and all that stuff, the importance to like Batman and how he, you know, figures things out like within the context of the story, it's, it's just as important as the Millennium Falcon. If we're going to talk about, you know, the Batmobile like that. Yeah, I'll be honest. When this episode was first picked out of the list, that Jay sent us uh, and you guys picked it out. I was like, well, everyone's just going to pick the fucking Batmobile. I don't want to do this topic, but obviously we're doing it and that's not how it's been so far. Although you motherfuckers, you still have your number ones to go. I don't give a shit about Batman, dude. Come on now. The Batmobile's uh, iconic. It's like a James Bond car, except way, way better. Yeah. Except he's a billionaire instead of a guy who has like (laughs) $500,000. I don't think like James, James Bond, Bond has, has his power, own money. James Bond has the power of the, the British government, Aaron. He, he's not working out of like his fifth third oh, account. So okay? he has, oh, the British government. So he has $800,000. <laughs> he just asks the queen for some money, like when he wants yeah. to go out on uh, a so date he, or something. He's, he's Christopher Columbus. Got it. Sorry, Cristobal <laughs> Cologne. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 
Batmobile. Yeah. Whoa. The Batmobile is um is iconic, definitely going to be mentioned here. Uh we had a couple other versions of the Batmobile mentioned in our community top 3s. So we'll get to those. Uh, I would say that I would not go with the one that doesn't have special powers. The one that just has like a, a paint job, you know, you can and do that yourself. Engine. Bloodbath rocket engine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on. Dude. You can do that yourself. Bloodbath. I know a guy who'll get you a rocket <laughs> engine for 35 bucks by 2 PM. <laughs> uh, yeah. Batmobile. Good. Uh, good call. I, I would personally have chosen a different one. We'll get into that when we get into the, uh, the top threes, the community top threes. So, uh, number two was the Batmobile and my number one, so we're continuing on with the list here. Uh, where is my number one? Oh, my number one is, uh, pick a final fantasy game and give me the airship from that. That's my number one. Great answer. Great answer. Airships are really fucking cool in final fantasy because they're not like blimps. They're just, they look like regular ass boats, but they fly. And so being a regular ass boat, you can just go stand up on the deck and like look out over the sky and shit. Uh, You can man the wheel and you can yell, I don't know, starboard ahead or whatever the fuck people say on boats. People know what you're talking about because you have a crew that knows they have to listen to what you say. Um, That's how boats work. But uh, yeah, I've always liked the airships in Final Fantasy. I always thought it was a really cool like anything is possible in these worlds basically because there's magic and stuff but the way that people get around quickly is by using airships uh so the airships in final fantasy 9 played a really big part i always loved the cutscenes involving those uh the one in final fantasy 6 is cool in final fantasy 10 you do a bunch of fights on top of your airship which is cool so yeah airships i love them Gonna jump right in on this. My number one is the High Wind, which is the airship that you get in Final Fantasy VII. Hell yeah! Uh, Dave, Dave covered it. First off, it's a flying boat. Come yeah. the fuck on! That's so fucking cool. Uh, and in I'm kind of with you. Give me any Final Fantasy airship I'm in. I guess just Final Fantasy VII's like that important of a game to me where I have to pick it. Plus, also like you know, there there's a lot of story behind i and and i don't remember 10 or 9 as well as i do 7 but like there's a lot of story behind sid who's one of your party members in final fantasy 7 and blah 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 but this is his (laughs) airship and sid was like my favorite fucking character when i played final fantasy 7 when i was a little kid so that explains a lot oh my god yeah he just 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 first off all he did was yell at his wife yeah. Or his girl. Yeah, that's all that's all I did was curse out his wife and throw food across the floor. What's there not to like? Uh, but so I I I went solely by design, you know, because I was gonna pick Setzer's airship from Final Fantasy VI, but I don't remember the the name of it. But I always like the kind of uh the old timey, you know, mustachioed, you know, bad guy from the 1930s Zeppelin kind of look. Um, but the one thing that I, I do want to talk about about like a Final Fantasy VII airship is it's just not something that's easy to attain. Like, right? Like when you get an airship in a Final Fantasy game, it's almost like it's okay, always a, a moment. I'm halfway yeah. done. Like, right? Like, like I have put in a lot of work and walked a lot of steps and fought a lot of really annoying fucking things just so. And like, it's like the game rewards you for like getting through that first half of the game RPG grind by giving you like a gift. That's like, all right, now that you've put in the work, 
go out and explore, man. What can you find? And Final Fantasy VII to me, it's like after, like in the game after you get the airship. I think it opens up the game like so much more than any of the other ones do in terms of like now what you are capable of doing. So that's like kind of the the big thing for me and why, you know, an airship in Final Fantasy is important is because it's kind of like, all right, now that you've put 35 hours in, go out and spend another 85 looking around. So but I, I pick the high wind because like I said, I, I love Sid. He's one of my favorite characters. I, I I love the design of the high wind. Like in Final Fantasy X, you, 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 you fight on top of it. You know, there are only areas in the game that you can access, you know, with the airship. So, like I said, it, it's really meaningful in terms of, like, what it means to you when you actually acquire this thing in the game. But then, on the other side of that coin, flying fucking boat. Automatically cool, no matter what you're talking about. So, I'm, yeah. I'm with you, Dave. I, I love the airship. I'll shut the fuck up. But, like, yeah, number one, I'm going to take the high wind from Final Fantasy VII. Flying boat to the point where some of the airships even have like oars and shit coming out the side, even though it flies. <laughs> right. So. And like, let's talk about chained echoes. Like when you, you have to like pay for your own like shit or airship and chained echoes. Like you get, I think you get your own, but then you can like buy different ones. I yeah. money glitched the shit out of chained echoes. So I had every airship in that game. So I would just <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I'm feeling the, I'm feeling the warship. You know, I'm about to go to battle. I'm going to get that. Or like, oh, I'm going to go recruit a character. I'm going to get the goofy little airship. I just think airships are fucking sweet. That's just cool. I want to fly in an airship, but yeah. The airship from Final Fantasy VI, there's two of them. The first one's called the Blackjack, which is Mm -hmm. cool because Setzer is a gambler. Um, Then the second one's called the Falcon. The one from Final Fantasy IX is called the Hildegard, which is funny because he named it after his wife who turned him into an insect. Yep. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So cool. Uh, Good. Good job, Sid. Yeah. I I love these airships. Alan, B-Man, got got any love for an airship? I always love a good airship. Um, I mean, (laughs) that's why we're on the podcast. Yeah, that's why I'm here. (laughs) We asked you that in the interview. Although I will say, like, as far as airships go, there was an episode of Batman, the animated series from the 90s. And the last act of the movie, whoever the villain was, they were escaping Gotham in basically like it was like a yacht, but it was an airplane. So like it was a huge it was it was like just a gigantic airplane that had like um, like a glass ceiling and like a ballroom inside like just a huge plane and like that's what they were taking off in. and like there was like dining tables and stuff like that. So like, again, like sort of like the blimp in uh, Last Crusade, but like it was a full on airplane. So it was kind of neat. So yeah, like airships are just like airships need to make a comeback in fiction in 2024. That's what I'm saying. Or in real life in 2024. I, I arguably chose two airships uh, with He's not wrong. Beach and the Death Star. And it's uh, he's not wrong. Of course, he's not wrong. He's like going to the literal, like you know, version of that word, which is a ship in the air. I mean, like, yeah, but then, like, you know, like a commercial Delta airliner is also an airship. You know what I mean? Like, and then Alan would be like, well, technically, a pigeon is an airship. A Delta airliner is is primary transport. The purpose of an airship is leisure transport. Luxury, you simple bitch. Luxury. <laughs> That's right. You guys are so fucking funny to me. I, I Do you enjoy you. luxury? No, Aaron, you don't. You don't fucking. Your palate is unrefined. 
First off, I did I did pick the most uh, luxurious airship in Final Fantasy. All right, I did that completely by accident. What do you guys say to that, Bubba? <laughs> your your life is an accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got lucky. <laughs> okay, that seems fair. All of those things seem fair. All right, so my number one is give me an airship. I'm just going to pick the Blackjack because I love Final Fantasy VI. Uh, Aaron picked the High Wind from Final Fantasy VII as his number one. Alan, your number one was something we said earlier, right? The Magic School Bus. The Magic School Bus, right. Great yeah, answer. The magic School Bus. Alas. <laughs> Bloodbath, what's your number one? My number one is the 1981 DMC 12 DeLorean from Back to the Future. It's on the outside, just a regular DeLorean DMC 12 only model ever made. Stainless steel car with gold wing doors, however, which is already badass in its own. However, Doc Brown added the flux capacitor, which makes time travel possible. And it becomes a time machine. It's fucking badass. Then. Once being turned into a time machine, you can take it to the year 2015 and get a hover conversion made and a Mr. Fusion because the DMC 12 in Back to the Future needs 1.21 gigawatts of electricity to utilize the time circuits, which in 1985, you needed plutonium. But in the year 2015, you just need a Mr. Fusion and some random garbage from the trash can and you can travel through time. <laughs> you can also fly. It's so fucking cool. You can just the wheels turn down. You just go and you just fly away. It's fucking badass. Uh, there is no car I want more in my life than a DeLorean. It is my goal to get a DeLorean. You can buy you can get a DeLorean and then you can buy a kit to add all the time uh, gadgets to it and make it look movie authentic which was which would be super badass um yeah i don't know like it's just it's just a fucking cool ass looking car and it like i think a delorean already looks cool on its own but then like you just add all the extra like time gear to it and i just it just it's it's really sleek and it's really cool looking but it's also got like such a kind of diy like um kind of like cyberpunk edge to it too it's just it's fucking neat man like it just looks cool there's nothing else you can say about it uh, Back to Future is one of my favorite movies, by the way. Oh, we couldn't tell. Yeah, I, I when I was a kid, sorry, real fast. When I was a kid, uh, we had Back to the Future on VHS. I broke the tape twice playing it so many times. I would play <laughs> it and then just rewind it and watch it again to the point that the tape broke twice. I don't think I've ever seen any of the Back to Future, Back to the Future movies. I think I saw the first one wow. when I was like a little kid. Yeah, I didn't care. I'm going to tell you this. If I'm going to pick something from Back to the Future, it's going to be the hoverboard as my vehicle. uh, Personally. Um, Also, I think it's like, hey, do you want to trick your teenage mother into wanting to suck your dick? Well, do I have the vehicle for you? (laughs) I like this answer. Again, this is this is. This is like uh, it's 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 in the it's it's in the atmosphere of the of the Millennium Falcon of the Batmobile, these like big you know famous ones. I just uh, I think I think it looks fucking stupid. I don't know. You you're talking to the guy who doesn't know anything about luxury, but that that car, man, you could not you could not catch me driving around in one of those things. Not that I 
flex my fucking well, you know 2004 well, the great, you know whatever the, great, fuck, but. the great john delorean designed the delorean 1981 he was also on a lot of cocaine when he did that yeah <laughs> no no that's i don't why, believe it he's also the main why, character in scrubs that's, <laughs> that's that's right dave most importantly dave <laughs> That's uh, that's why the car is made out of stainless steel and why it doesn't. The windows do not roll down. Fair enough. I'm uh, I'm with Aaron. I, I saw Back to the Future once when I was like 14 and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then uh, I've just been continually surprised at how often people talk about it. Like, yeah, for the next 20 years, I, I, yeah. I genuinely I love- thought it was OK. I love Back to the Future. I love Back to the Future, too, like that. And like, that's weird to me because like, to me, Back to the Future always like was like kind of like a culturally significant like film. Like it's it's iconic. There's a there's just something really special and unique about it. Do you know Back to the Future? The script for Back to the Future uh, is taught in all like script writing classes as like the perfect screenplay. Um, just the I can way buy that. just like from just from like the structure and like the like the way you know pacing and, and plot and all that kind of stuff. So I that's just like an interesting tidbit, but like, um, I always thought it was like a real important movie. And then like, as I got older and like, I have all these people kind of go, yeah, I don't know. Like it's a movie. I don't like, like what about it? Like they are just not impressed by it. And you, you then go back and watch it in like, you know, 2023. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I mean, I guess I do kind of get how this is just another eighties movie, but like there is something about it still, I think. And it's the car probably that just makes it extra special. But I do have to be somewhat realistic and say like, yeah, okay. Like it's a movie. Like, well, I mean, um, like not, not trying to tell you that you're not allowed to love back to the future. I'm just, you know, kind of, I'm agreeing with Aaron that I was like, I saw it and I was like, oh, okay, that's, that was a movie. And then I'm going to go back and watch Ace Ventura pet detective for the 600th time. <laughs> that's right. Go back and watch black Knight again. What I will say before we go on <laughs> Christopher Lloyd, National Treasure. When I think of Michael J. Fox, though, I think Spin City and Barry Bostwick. Spin City. I'm a big Spin City guy. I think Michael J. Fox on his uh, guest appearance on Scrubs. Yeah, Spin City. <laughs> I uh, Spin City. I Spin City was made by the same people that did Scrubs. Great, great, great leak right there, Bill. I didn't know that. Spin City was good. Go ahead, Alan. Um. I was just saying, I probably didn't see Back to the Future until I was 20 or something like that. I actually saw Spin City first. And uh, <laughs> what a what a dark timeline we live in. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one. Uh, but no, I, I, I love Back to the Future now. I usually make time to watch it every year or so. It's worth a watch. DeLorean, though, I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like I agree with Aaron on that that the hoverboard would be the way to go. One, but but I also like like, your enthusiasm bloodbath. If you, if you want a time machine, there's, we've been over like, I mean, the magic school bus is a time machine and 65 other things. So, well, it's the perfect vehicle though. I mean, that's why, yeah, you know, that's why it's my number one. It has eyeballs. (laughs) It's correct. (laughs) All right. So that was bloodbaths. Number one, the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Um, I'm going to rattle off a quick couple honorable mentions. These are all from Star Wars because if Star Wars has anything uh, besides sexy lounge singers, it has uh, iconic vehicle designs. So uh, the AT-AT, 
the TIE Fighter and the X-Wing are my three honorable mentions. They all could have been on my list. Yeah, I mean, there were a, a, any number of things. Like I said, I, I think it's called the Slave One is that Boba Fett ship. Yeah. I think that thing's fucking dope, dude. You know what I mean? I could have said a speeder bike. I think that thing's fucking dope. Star uh-huh. Wars is, it's like you said, it's known for that kind of shit. Every vehicle they have is cool, except apparently my number three, the A-Wing. <laughs> Correct. You just picked the A-Wing because it, it starts with the same letter as your name. Oh, man, I didn't even think about that, but like, you know, maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, so my honorable mentions, I have a couple. Uh, the Jurassic Park Tourist Jeep. I always thought that was really cool. Uh, That's real, man. You see them in town. It wasn't real. There's one in Tip City. It was not real before the movie. Let's chill. Uh, The flying uh, flying broom, uh, the night bus from Harry Potter. I thought was really cool. And Mm -hmm. uh, Blaine, the mono from Dark Tower. Mono. Yeah. Now he's a pain. Last vehicle you would want. Why would you ever want Blaine? So right, like I don't, I don't want it. it, it, it this this isn't, you. this isn't top three vehicles I want to be inside of. This is top three favorite vehicles. Blaine is a pain. That's why he didn't make my top three. But it's a, I, I like that. I, I like the end of the wastelands, and he's a huge fucking part of that. So I had to talk about him. He is a pain. He is definitely going to try to kill you. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. I just, I, I just like his. He, as Hutzpa, you know, I don't, I don't want to be inside of him. <laughs> <laughs> Said right. the same thing about Ryan Gosling. <laughs> All right, Alan, how about you? Okay, uh, honorable mentions. I have an X-wing. That would be fun. Uh, early Kyler's truck boat truck from Squidbillies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Squidbillies always. Ooh, the Squidbillies always makes its way back around to this podcast. That's hilarious, dude. It does, man. That sticks around. Dal, that's my um, favorite answer of this podcast. That's awesome. And uh, and the hoverboard from Back to the Future too. All right, and bloodbath. All right, I will also say the hoverboard from Back to the Future too. I will say the X-wing, the Slave One, the Outrider, all from Star Wars. Uh, the Batwing from the 1989 Batman got all those fucking grenades and guns on it and michael keaton just looks like a goddamn psycho when he's flying it um also the uh the batmobile from the batman that came out uh last year or the year before yeah last year um which is just like a really souped up like uh dodge charger um (laughs) the hover time machine locomotive from back to the future part three and uh yeah that's good uh fuck it flying nimbus from dragon ball z nice also oh and also the capsule um shuttles from dragon ball z and the uh the um like vegeta's uh spaceship the little like pods from dragon ball z those things would be dope also a a quick honorable mention to the silver surfers surfboard which would be nice as as long as i will not like die in space That'd be cool. I mean, I'll just fly it around town, I guess. But yeah, take it out to market. Yeah, exactly. What did the Silver Surfer surfboard do? It's basically just like a surfboard you control with your mind. And so you can just like fly around on this. It's like the the flying Nimbus, except it's a surfboard, not a cloud. Mm. So you can also like send it off to go hit stuff and recall it back and do other shit with it. 
All right. So uh, let's get into our community top threes for this episode. I will go ahead and get us started with the first submission. This is from Chris C., who is a patron from the Retro Hangover podcast. Chris's number three is Kaneda's Bike from Akira. Uh, number two, Sophia the Third, which is a battle tank from Blaster Master, the video games. And number one, the TARDIS. Cool. I've never seen or played any of those things, but I trust you that they're cool, Chris. Yeah, you're giving us money, bro. Great list. All right. Next up, <laughs> we have Kyle, a patron of the podcast. Uh, his number three is the Apple helicopter that the worm flies around in from the busy world of Richard Scary. Uh, his number two is a World War II Nazi style Panzer tank. That's fucking weird, dude. Uh, and Kyle's number one is the doof wagon from Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> I had to, look at that. I didn't know that's I had to ask because Kyle didn't send a top three, just sent a gif of the doof wagon. I had to look up or ask <laughs> what, what it's called? called, which is a very funny name, but it's also, it's like this car with a bunch of spikes and flames and there's a dude chained to the front of it playing a guitar all the time. I don't know why. Oh, yes. <laughs> but it's really cool. I love it. I love that are, movie. Are we just going to gloss over the fact that he likes a Nazi World War II style Panzer tank or Again, again, Kyle is a part of the Patreon, so we are going to gloss over that. Yes. That's a, that's a great tank. <laughs> also, too, I just want to say uh, the that should uh, that the the doof or is that what it's called? The doof, doof uh, wagon. wagon. Yeah, that should uh, that should be the uh, thumbnail for this episode. Can do, and I'll Photoshop your face on the guitar playing guy bloodbath. Hell yeah, <laughs> I, I I approve of that. Me Hell too. Yeah. We'll do that. Use that picture of him from high school. Use his yearbook photo. <laughs> uh, next up is Randall, who's a longtime listener and a, a patron. His number three is the Normandy from Mass Effect. I. I know it's a place, but I don't know what it is. I assume a vessel. Yeah, it's uh, a spaceship. Number two. Oh, Seth spaceship. Green is the pilot. <laughs> That's true. That's real. Is that, does it crash? Probably. In a matter of ways, yes. Yeah. All right, yeah, uh, number two, the Bebop <laughs> from Cowboy Bebop. Another spaceship. And number one, Shataru Canada's motorcycle. It's from yeah, Akira. Yeah, it's from, from Akira. Akira. Alan, the same one w. as Chris. Yeah. <laughs> uh, honorable mention the gummy ship from Kingdom Hearts, which great answer. <laughs> it is. That's a that's an awesome answer. I love the gummy ship, dude. All right. Next up, we have Ryan, a patron from the List Off podcast. Number three, the Blackbird from X Men. Good choice. Number two, the Batmobile. You didn't specify. You didn't specify which one. So you're picking the Batmobile from Batman and Robin, which is the gay Batmobile. Sorry. And then number one, the Millennium Falcon. Good answer. <laughs> I love you so much, Bloodbath. All right. Next up is Jude Law, aka Doug, patron from the Nostalgia Arcanum podcast. Number three is the DeLorean. Number two is Benny the Cab from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And number one is the Batmobile. And uh, I again, if, if Ryan or Jude Law told us which Batmobile, I didn't write it down on the Google Doc. So uh, I'm going to say that Jude Law's favorite Batmobile is the one from the animated series because that was cool. That thing was cool. And also great answer on the Benny the Cab. Who Framed Roger Rabbit is like 
a really good movie. And it's also my turn to keep talking. Next up, <laughs> we have Jeff, formerly Jerf, patron, friend of the show, all-around swell fella. Number three, the Planet Express ship, which was I, I floated around in my head. That's a great answer. Uh, number two, Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal. Apparently, there's a new TV show. I hear it's good. I'll never watch it. And number one, Pee Wee's Bicycle, which is actually oh, very that's a good funny. Answer. That's a great answer, dude. Right, uh, explain have, this to me. What, what's uh, up with uh, the bike? It has rockets. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah. And Pee Wee, what was it? Was it uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Uh, Big Top Pee Wee? You know, it's just as much the Millennium Falcon as the Millennium Falcon, dude. It's a character of its own <laughs> Pee Wee Herman's bicycle, you see? Yeah. That really good answer, Jerf. <laughs> uh, next up is Charlie, a patron, whose number three is Highwind from Final Fantasy VII, which I assume is one of the flying boats. Correct. That number one. We were talking about earlier. Uh, number go, two. Alan. Good job, Alan. Howl's Moving Castle. A good answer. Great answer. Again, a moving castle. And number one, Swoop Speeder Bikes. Are those the speeder bikes from Star Wars? Yeah, I think think so. Because you, um, yeah, you race them in in Knights of the Old Republic. You do swoop racing. Excellent list. Uh, And honorable mention, Pope Mobileception from Cars 2. I haven't seen Cars 2. Also, how did actually can we not talk pod racers? I completely forgot about oh, pod racers. Oh damn, dude. Completely forgot about Sebulba's pod racer. Dude, we could we could just do we could easily do an entire episode of just top three Star Wars vehicles. We, we don't do enough oh, Star yeah. I don't think we've done a Star Wars themed top three. If we're if we're gonna be real about that, there is so much we could talk about. But Hell yeah, I, top three I, huts I coming next week. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, top three cantinas. uh next up we have chris n a patron number three the batmobile from batman the animated series see chris knows what's up number two bt7274 from titanfall 2 number one the dragon zord from power rangers honorable mention dracula's castle from castlevania technically that shit is mobile and another honorable mention, the shooting star Racer X's car in Speed Racer. Good answer. We don't talk about Speed Racer enough. I'm fucking tired of it. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tell him to stop, but I love this part of him. <laughs> uh, yeah, Titanfall 2. Good game. Mech, BT another school. mech. Another mm-hmm. mech, yeah. Um, next up is Matt, aka Stormageddon, patron from the Fun and Games podcast, among others. Their number three is the Normandy from Mass Effect, very on brand because Matt does a podcast that went through all the Mass Effect games uh, called Reignite. For any Mass Effect fans out there, check out Reignite podcast. Uh, number two, the Mach 5 from Speed Racer. And number one, the Epoch from Chrono Trigger, which Great is answer. an airship that can also time travel. Time so machine. That's that's a good uh, good one. Yeah. Yeah. Totally so forgot about that. For this topic, I was thinking about time machines because because people brought up the TARDIS in the um, the listener top threes. And if I picked a time machine, I wanted to make sure I picked one that was also a vehicle and not just like, you know, the, the Bill <laughs> and Ted's booth. fucking phone yeah. booth or something like that. So that's why I went with the Magic School Bus. The Epoch is another good time machine. And the DeLorean, Bloodbath, and the DeLorean. 
That's right, Dave. God bless you. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Colby, a patron from the Switch It Up <laughs> podcast. Uh, number three. I'm sorry that Dave's laughing at your name and definitely not what I'm about to say. Uh, Colby's number three is a flying penis. Somebody probably built in Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, yes, most definitely. Yes, yes. I, mm-hmm. I I could say with full confidence that I haven't seen a video of it, but I bet it's happened. I bet some ten year old has built seven of them. <laughs> Number two, the Halberd Meta Knight ship, everyone's favorite stage in Smash Brothers Brawl. Uh, I actually do love that stage. And number one, Wally. He saved the day. I well, you know I, I don't I don't know if that counts. But I love Wally, and he did save the day. Wait, did he transport something? Yeah, I've never seen Wally, so I have no idea. I don't think yeah, so. I think, he's sure just a, I think he's just a robot. Yeah, I thought it like, was like a little fella. Yeah, he's, he's just a yeah. What is this? A transportation robot for ants? Nice. <laughs> 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 Anyways, good list, Colby. Halbert is cool. Next up is Rat, whose number three is. The same as his number two and number one, the Homer Mobile. Good answer. Good answer. Hell is that yeah. the same one that you guys talked about? Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. And full confidence. Like I right, Thrak played the game well also because he wrote down number three, the number two Homer, number one Mobile, thus making it so that we could not make up two answers for him. No. Well done. Alan well played, let, Drac. Alan could have still made up answers. He let him get away with it. Not mad because Alan. Alan's a lawyer. He goes by the letter of the law. Not me, That's baby. Exactly right, I'm, Dave. Rules is rule. I'm cooking meth <laughs> in the bathroom right goddamn now, dude. Man's got to have a code. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Man's got to have a code. Good point. <laughs> Next up, we have Weep Lord from the Lightning Strikes Thrice podcast. Number three. Roach. No idea. Number two, Cat Bus. That's from my neighbor Totoro, which I almost thought about choosing. Number one, Chocobo, which I don't think counts. No, and neither does Roach, but hearing Bloodbath say my neighbor Totoro almost made me <laughs> He said that like he's been watching it forever. I didn't know this motherfucker knew what that was. That's yeah, so dude, I love that. I, my, my kid and I watch that movie all the time. I love my neighbor Totoro. <laughs> I uh yeah so Roach is um Roach is Geralt's <laughs> horse from The Witcher uh so definitely not a vehicle but we had this discussion in the Discord server so if anyone uh wants to continue the discussion the Discord server is the place to do it uh Chocobo also not a vehicle um cat bus though even though it is a cat it is also a bus so <laughs> what's a cat bus it no. is a bus that oh, look looks at a like picture a of it, Alan. It's yeah, adorable. Just, just Google cat okay, bus. It's cool. Yeah, you'll okay. get a poster. You'll wallpaper your wall with that thing, dude. That is adorable. I, I yeah. probably yeah. will, yeah. <laughs> I do not want that on my wall. No. <laughs> that looks awful. There's a picture of oh, oh with its its headlights on. Oh yeah. I was gonna say, Alan, you you're just supposed to Google cat bus, not cat bus rule thirty four. Just cat bus, okay? <laughs> he, he accidentally typed in cat bus on Pornhub because he forgot he had Pornhub <laughs> up and he thought it was Google. Exactly. Um, next up is John from the Video Game Lounge podcast. Number three, Ecto One, uh, which I learned is from Ghostbusters. Number two, the Batmobile. Uh, by the way, Bloodbath, have we, are we not saying the Batman anymore? 
out the of that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, number one, the Millennium Falcon. Good choice. And honorable mention to the Slave One. I always thought it was weird that it's called the Slave One. But uh, it's a bounty yeah. hunter, man. Got to scare you, a motherfucker, you know. You do, you, uh, Fet family. All right. Next up, we have <laughs> family. Next up, we have Burger Champ as uh, number three, and I'm totally pronouncing this right because I'm perfect. The Rokinante from The Expanse. Uh, number two, Landma- the yeah, number two, Landmaster from Damnation Alley. Number one, Gay Deceiver, Ascension Aircraft slash Time Machine from The Number of the Beast. I only know three of the words I just read out loud. I have no idea what any of this means, uh, but <laughs> Burger Champ and I talk Final Fantasy Tactics in the Discord server, and I love and I respect this person, so I'm going to say you're front-runner to win the game, Burger Champ. <laughs> well, we are nothing if not corrupt on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Just give us money, dude. You can win every time. <laughs> Next up is Jala from Jala Chan's Place Podcast. Number three, Silt Striders from Marwin. That's a weird choice, Jala. Interesting. Uh, they're, those are creepy, creepy creatures. Number two is Cat Bus, and I'm sensing a theme because that is two very weird things to have around. And number one is Care Bears Cloud Car. Um, which yeah, is actually dude, uh, a great answer. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a really, really good answer. Yeah, that's funny. fantastic. I'm going to get a shirt with the Care Bears Cloud Car on it. That's cool. <laughs> you should do that, though. You should do that. Oh, yeah. Jolly Chan, send me $15. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Matt Ara. Number three is the Ecto-1 from Ghostbusters. Number two, the Mister Mystery Machine Van, which I almost picked. Number one, the Holy Roller, Martin Prince's Derby car from The Simpsons. Honorable mention, Pee-wee Herman's bike from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Good motherfucking choice. The Honor Roller is such a, just such a great good joke name, name for, for Martin's name. Derby car. <laughs> great name. Hey, guys, do you think just maybe that the Simpsons writers were really good? Any uh, any thought ever cross your mind? Uh, they haven't They're been for Harvard 20 graduates. years. That's why That's I said true, we're, we're really good. Man, Aaron, like, for real, too, I'm sorry. Total side tangent here. Uh-oh. When you had that party the <laughs> other week and one of your guests started talking about how much she likes the Simpsons. And I was just like, you're like 20 years old. You haven't, you haven't even been alive during the good era of the Simpsons. Motherfucker, you, you listen to music from 1920. Don't you yell at this girl for liking something. Exactly. What years before she was born. Just accept the fact, man. Some people, some people are retro like you claim to be. I didn't mean I to yell. At you. I, wow. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so oh. sorry. I'm so sorry. Wow. But come on. Dave, I think we need to get them in a breakout room. <laughs> i'll tell you blood blood back come on, come uh, on. She, she just like the simpsons you don't gotta oh yeah we'll name three episodes come on <laughs> no notes fantastic yeah no here's what bubba didn't tell you is he mercilessly beat this woman to death after she said that nobody's mm-hmm. seen her in two weeks mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, now he's mad at you. He's going to beat you to death, buddy. Yeah, he can certainly try. No, I can't beat Aaron to death. Me and him are symbiotically uh, connected. If I kill Aaron, I die too. If Aaron dies, I die. If I die, Aaron dies. We we guys have to keep us both alive. (laughs) Yeah, and also I'm really greasy, so I'm hard to get a hold of. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> so, whose turn is, is it my turn it's bloodbath's turn <laughs> okay all right no i did matt r oh did you all right next yeah. up is jordan then uh jordan's number three is sweet tooth from twisted metal is that like an ice cream truck or something mm-hmm. uh, well number two, I, I don't know fuck number two is the gadget mobile that's that's a good one quick uh, honorable mention to the gadget mobile jordan you have shot up to the top of the leaderboards my friend Number one, Krang's android body from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Sorry, Jordan, you're back down. No, that's an awesome answer. No, that's a fucking good answer. (laughs) That's a brilliant answer. No, I don't don't have anything against the Ninja Turtles. I just wanted to to give it and then take it away. Then take it back. I got you. Yeah. Uh, Honorable mention to the Suck My Wake, which is a boat from the great outdoors. (laughs) No idea what that is, but that's a funny name for a boat. John Candy movie. Vote John Candy. I wanted to leave that in silence for eight seconds after he said that, but it made me laugh. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, we have Matt M. Uh, number three, the Magic School Bus. Number two, the Flintstones car. And number one, the Batmobile. Flintstones car is a good answer. Got to have strong feet. I don't know that I could make the Flintstones car work. Yeah, same. Well, yeah, dude, like we're 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 soft as humans now. We can't just like push a fucking 3000 pound vehicle around with our knees. Yeah. Magic school bus. 3,000 pounds? Probably no. They probably had like a pterodactyl or something in the middle that actually made it all go. Next up is Brandon. Who? Brandon? Yep. That that right? Next up is Brandon, whose number three is the Flying Nimbus. Number two is the Millennium Falcon, and number one is a Gundam suit. Another mech. Which I. I think that would probably would probably lose in a fight to the dragon sword, but you know, it's all right. I assume it's like a specific one from like a specific show or like manga or something like that. I don't know anything about it. Sounds specific though, but uh, yeah, I agree. the The dragon sword would definitely win. All right. Next up, we have Rat Boy number three, the N one Starfighter. Number two, the DeLorean. Number one, the X-Wing. Honorable mention, the Batmobile from the Batman, which is the superior Batman film. Oh, okay. I see what the N one is now. It's those like those yellow looking things from um, the Naboo Starfighter. Oh, yeah. Those are cool. Yeah, those look cool. All right, Rat Boy. You're still on notice, but you're cool Mm. for this week. Mm -hmm. On probation. Next uh next up is Craig. Craig's number 3 is the Batman tank from the Dark Knight series. The number 2, the Millennium Falcon, and number 1, the DeLorean, uh specifically after the mods that allow it to fly and has the Mr. Fusion, uh which I had no idea what he was talking about until Bloodbath and Alan talked about it earlier. And lastly, we have Pla, Mrs. Dave, uh mother of Rook. Uh, her number three <laughs> is Bumblebee. Great answer. Number two, the ship from Prometheus. That was a crazy movie. I haven't, that was a good, that's a good answer. And number one, TARDIS. That's from Doctor Who. And I believe it's a coffee machine. Is it, does any, has anyone seen Doctor Who? I don't know what the TARDIS it's is. I assumed it was a phone booth. It's a, tele- it's a, tele- it's a telephone, telephone booth. booth. It was a okay. very, very bad joke by me. That was, oh, uh, you should probably okay. edit that out. If we could take that out in editing, that would be great. <laughs> That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Put it in the intro. <laughs> All right. Who's our winner? Ooh, 
who picked last time? It was Alan. Dave, you picked this time, Ian. Oh, let's see here. Um, who picked an answer that I said? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Colby won last time. Colby got another contender with the flying penis from Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I'm going to say Chris N. Good list. The Dragon's Sword, BT, the Batmobile, Dracula's Castle, and uh, nice. a car from Speed Racer. That's a good list. I think Chris N now, I I think he's ahead of Jerf by one in the all-time standings. And if you guys think we're not keeping track (laughs) of this, we are. And whoever, you know, whoever is not in first place by 2025, we get to ritualistically sacrifice and eat. So, you know. That's true. Aaron's keeping track of it, guys. He's he's writing it all down. These answers coming, dude. Aaron is secretary. I know. I know. It was the only thing you would vote me as. So Chris (laughs) N has like. 32 points jerf has 31 and then colby won last week so that's so, that's so he's he's got one everybody else is in the last place tie with one so we're yeah, not exactly we're not telling you guys how we're allotting the points yeah step no up storm again dude step up <laughs> step up weep lord come on you got it in you jolly chan you're new but come on <laughs> all right so if anyone wants to uh participate in these top threes and uh, submit your top threes to be featured on the show. Uh, All you have to do is keep your eye on a few places. The best place is in our Discord server. You'll find a link down in the show notes where you can join the Discord server. It is a lively community full of awesome people talking about the show, talking about uh, video games and movies and general life. Um, We are also, uh, we have a channel for casual top threes whenever you want to do a quick top three, you know, no strings attached, not like this podcast, which is very serious. Uh, You can just pop in there, do a top three, join the discord server. We'd love to have you. Um, Also, you can keep an eye on our social media pages. uh, But the majority of the answers here came from our discord server. So you want to join in? That'd be great. Um, Yeah. Any, uh, nothing else I got to say, except uh, if you like this podcast, please tell a friend. And if you want to support monetarily, the best place the best place to do that is patreon.com slash real Dave Jackson. Uh, two bucks a month will get you the bonus conversations before and after the podcast uh, that usually get cut out for everybody else. So yeah, thank you everybody for listening. Next time, I think we'll have a guest next time as long as the uh, the schedule holds. So be on the lookout for that. Been a while since we had a guest. So thank you everybody. See ya. Bye. Bye guys. Bye-bye.